Remain standing, take your Bibles and turn to the book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 18. We're going to read verse 9 through 22. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 9 through 22. If you're all there, say amen. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist or consults the dead. And everyone said... Amen. How many know it's not good to talk to the dead? All right, good. Very good. Verse 12. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord because these same detestable practices the Lord your God will drive out the nations, drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. Amen. The nations you will dispossess, listen to those, pardon me, the nations you will dispossess, listen to those who practice sorcery and divinations. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. Verse 15, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me, this is Moses speaking, like me from among you and from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. For this is what you, you asked of the Lord your God at Horeb. On the day of the assembly when you said, let us not hear the voice of the Lord your God, nor see this great fire anymore, or we will die. Verse 17, the Lord said to me, what they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth, and I will tell him everything I command him. I myself will call to account anyone who does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name. But the prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I've not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, shall be put to death. Verse 21. You may say to yourselves, how do we know when a message has not been spoken from the Lord? If what the prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that message is the Lord has not spoken. That prophet has spoken presumptuously, so don't be alarmed. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Amen. You may be seated. Um, the, there are notes for you, and uh, we'd encourage you to fill those in if you so desire uh, I was born in uh, 1966. What? <laughs> and um, and in the 60s and in the 70s, I mean, most of my childhood's in the 70s. There was all kinds of witchcraft and all kinds of stuff out there that it's done nothing but continue to progress in our nation and the nations of the world. And um, let me tell you how I came to that. I've preached on witchcraft before, and, and I'm sure I'll preach on it again. But as I was watching the news, you know, all the fake news, 
And, and you know, it's hard to know what's real and what's fake. I mean, uh, but, but as I was watching the news and all these fake news and fake reports and all kinds of stuff, and I read something that came out that said that, that there's more fake news put out by conservative news agencies than the, than, the, than the others. And I thought, well, that's probably a lie, too. I mean, it's just on and on and on. And the idea is that through false news reports or t- reports that are put out at a perfect time, it's to manipulate people and to control people. And as I was listening to that and all this ho-hum that was happening, I felt like the Lord said, Man, witchcraft is sweeping through our country. You need to preach against it again. You need to take authority again and teach my people. And I thought, well, okay. Amen. I was on the island of Molokai many years ago and uh, preaching and pastoring there. I was at a party and my wife will remember this well. I'm talking to some people and this young lad comes up. He's probably, I don't know, seven or eight years old. So there he is and I kind of put my head on his hand like I do with kids. I just pat him on the head and he kind of got this scowl at me and he's saying something, but somebody's talking to me. Anybody have that experience? So it's like, I can see he's saying something like, you know, hold on a second. And I'm talking, to this, I'm talking to this person and then he hits me a few times and mumbles some garbled thing and runs off. And I thought, that was weird. And it felt weird. You know what I mean? You don't know what I mean. Okay, well, I'm saying it was strange. And so I finished my conversation, and another child comes up to me and says, Pastor, you don't know what that boy did. He just did a really bad thing. I said, really? What did he do? He said, he just cursed you. I said, he did? He said, yeah. He learned some witchcraft from Harry Potter and he cursed you. He had, a little, he had a little wand in his hand. I don't think you saw it and told me this whole thing. Seven or eight years old. The sad thing is that'll re- re- just uh, ricochet right off because I'm covered in the blood and end up a curse for him. That's the sad thing. That's a, it's a horrible thing. I don't know if you were much on Facebook In many ways, I love Facebook and other aspects of Facebook I truly can't stand. It has become an avenue for gossip and witchcraft, the likes of that you just don't see. I mean, it's just amazing. It's just exploded. What do you you mean by that? Well, don't raise your hand because I know and I'm sure it's happened to you and maybe you're the one that's actually sent it. So then you can be rebuked. And if you raise your hand, then you'll feel uncomfortable. And so anyway, you've been on Facebook and, you know, you get these. I mean, I've seen it for the, I've seen it for our troopers, our, our, I've seen it for the police, I've seen it for state troopers, I've seen it for the military, I've seen it for the Lord, I've seen it for churches, and they send you this thing, you know, if you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, then like and share, and if you do, and if you do, here's the witchcraft part. And if you do, God's going to release seven blessings for you. And if you read the comments below, you see how Bubba from Mississippi got a new tractor. And you see all this, you know, all this stuff and everything. But if you don't, well then, you know, woe is unto you. I mean, it would be like, I mean, I just. Listen, if you've been fed that hogwash and gone ahead and pervade it, you've participated in witchcraft. You something to say, oh, snap. Come on, say, oh, snap. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And they used to do the, ch- the, uh, the, uh, the chain letter was another one. You remember that? Remember that? That's pre, that's pre like, email. The chain letter. 
There's all kinds of, our society is filled with all forms of witchcraft, astrology charts, and, and uh, you, got, you got that for me? Hey, you know what, go, go ahead and roll it, roll it to the front part. Yeah, do you have, do you have, do you have from the, the, yeah, go ahead, turn that on. Remember this one. Okay, you can stop it. How many of you know what that song is? Just leave it there. That's good. I like that right there. I think it's from the fifth dimension. It's the name of the group. And do you know the name of the song? The, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Anybody? Am I the only one that I've really dated myself now? I know I have. But some of you are just, you're even older than me. Come on, you heard the song before. All right. You go and look at the lyrics. I, I, I actually, we didn't play the first part because it's so twisted that I just couldn't bear to do it. I was going to show it that we changed our mind. Anyway, I just want to hear that again. Just press play. If you listen carefully, that guy in the center who's just melting it out, you know what it sounds like? Sounds like gospel music. Good stop. It sounds like gospel music. You know why? I think every one of those people were, were learned to sing in church. And, and, and the, the invasion of, uh, of witchcraft and astrology and all of that came into our country and began to rob our country of, of, of goodness and righteousness and truth. It wasn't uncommon in my, when I was growing up, as I said in the 70s, to, they say, you know, what sign are you? I mean, it used to be the first thing that people would ask. I mean, you'd be like, hey, what, what sign are you? And he just, I knew what my sign was and, you know, he had characteristics. Am I the only one? Oh, you all raised in like Pentecostal holiness churches maybe, but I, I, I wasn't. And on the east, coast of, uh, the east coast of our nation, New York and that whole region, I mean, it was just everywhere. And, and there was all kinds of people that would get into doing astrology charts and, and so on and so forth. Or, or maybe you've heard on this, well, you know, somebody would say something and say, well, knock on wood. That's all superstition. That's why I made fun of the 13th annual prophetic conference. You ought to just go because it's the 13th one. Now there's all kinds of bananas in boats is another superstition. There's superstition, superstition, witchcraft. There's an incredible rise of, of the occult, occultic practices, uh, so on and so forth. Let's look at this text. Witchcraft is defined in verse 10. So let's go ahead and read that. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire or anyone who practices witchcraft, this is the NIV, a soothsayer or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer. So the first form of what I'm defining as witchcraft to, is this whole group, is divination. It's attempting to discern the future through various means, witchcraft or divination. Attempting to discern the future through various Various means, reading bones. Uh, you know, there's some stuff I just don't want to say. We've got kids here. I, I don't want to teach them anything. So, so you know, it, 
you just need to take a look at your pastor where you came. What's the importance of knowing these things, pastor? I'm going to tell you what just absolutely burned me. And it's another thing that the Holy Spirit did in my life to bring you this message. I was on a trip with, uh, with my wife. In the closing days of our fast, we went with my son to a, a tournament, a basketball tournament uh, up north. Where'd we go? Yes, we went to Healy. And on the way to Healy, we stopped at a store. And uh, as I was walking the aisles, and, and you know, it's one of those stores, it's, it's on the road system, but you know, it's one of those unusual stores on the road system, you know. And, uh, and so as we, we got there, and I don't want to tell you which one because I'm about to slam it. Uh, but I, I saw a group of the boys on the basketball team having a, uh, it's, like a, it's like a magic, I think it's a magic eight ball. And they're, they're all around it and they're shaking and, they're, and they, I see the mouths moving and then I see them waiting. And I knew what it was because I grew up with that. And so you shake this magic eight ball and you're like, um, does she like me? No. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, the magic eight ball. It's witchcraft. It's nothing short of witchcraft, and there it is on the shelf. And, and you can find other games on shelves that are totally demonic. You say, well, are you kidding? I still play them. Well, you might not want to play it after you hear this message. And it just grieved me that there were kids that, that didn't know what was going on. You need to know what's going on in our country. You need to know what's going on. There is, there is divination. There are means of attempting to, to, to know the future. And, uh, and, and it's not good. And it'll curse you. Forms of, uh, the, the second form is magic. An attempt to control events through various means. It's talking about spells and sacrificing your children. You say, well, this is like sacrificing their children to Molech, isn't it, Pastor? Yeah, it's abortion, basically. Okay, that didn't go over so well, but I'm saying, you say, well, this doesn't happen anymore. Oh, yes, it does. There's people that try to control the outcome of their life and don't want to be inconvenienced, so they'll take the baby away. And there's a whole group of people that endorse it. It's nothing short of murder, murder, and it's no good. Consulting with spirits. Um, and I, Pastor Karen, would you take that mic right there? I know I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but when Pastor Karen was, uh, was a wee lass she was following, uh, to hear my wife's testimony, it's, it's nothing short of amazing. Um, she was following two, two gurus, spirit teachers or whatever. And so just briefly tell about this Oceana thing. <laughs> briefly. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just, God has really delivered me. Anyway, um, it's just amazing. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. They were... Um, very new age. I was living in Boulder, Colorado, and they're a very new age, and there was a bunch of Eastern mysticism, different religions mixed up with them, but they, um, all, all of it pointed to, you know, that you were God, but you forgot, basically. And I, have so pro- I have a problem with a God that forgot. How about you? Yeah. And that you're, you know, the goal is to be enlightened so that you can remember that you are one with everything, and you are God. And, um, Yikes. I would, I'm so glad I'm not God. Everybody say <laughs> That'd be yikes. terrifying if we were God. Oh, God. Help us. So they used to gather, and, and, and this lady would, like, change 
And so let me just shoot high so we don't Terrifying. scare all the little kids and stuff. But, but begin to speak differently and would do what's called channeling an ancient spirit called the Oceana. And, and, and she witnessed it and it affected her life and, and you've been set free. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. Wow. You know, this, it's, nothing, it's nothing less than a demon speaking through a person. That's really all it is. So what about ghosts? you believe in ghosts? I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in demons. And if somebody manifests and they're from you, it's your dead uncle, curse that thing. It's not your dead uncle. It's a demon trying to manipulate you, trying to hurt you. Don't talk to the dead. Everybody say, don't talk to the dead. Yes. If somebody's passed away, you're done talking to them. You talk to the Lord. And I've had moments, you know, in, in grief with my father-in-law. You know, he's, he's like, I, it was just recently. We saw some, I mean, it was the other day. We saw a picture and just this love that we have for, for you know, for dad who's going to be with the Lord. Just overwhelmed us. And we sat there looking at the picture and, you know, choked back some tears. And, you know, at that, we're just like, you know, Jesus, <laughs> did you say hi to Jack for me? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But don't talk to Jack. You understand? That's not how that works. Some of you are like, oh, I just was just doing that. Well, don't do that anymore. That's called talking to the dead. Very good. Look at your neighbor and say, aren't you glad you came to church tonight? Okay, all right. And there's familiar spirits and demonic spirits. And you say, well, why were you teaching this on a family night? Because you would be shocked and in awe of the purveying of demonic stuff that comes through the school system. Listen, let me just say as a parent, when your child comes back from school, you be sure to talk to them about their whole day. Listen about what they learned. Spend time with them and, and listen to what they learned. Is there anything that bothered you? Is there anything that happened? Yeah, Johnny broke my pencil. And then, and then you know, they, they might talk about something else that happened that bothered them. And then you can pray for them and you can break defilement off of them. Or you can catch things in their seed form before they grow and become something that's very destructive in the life of your son or daughter. Witchcraft is detestable to the Lord. And the Lord will dispossess the nations for it, which is scary because it's all over our nation. So you, you think that, well, I think we're maybe getting dispossessed. And in actual fact, if you study, you'll see that uh, much of our land, cities, and buildings is owned by China. Uh, we have had nations from the outside come and purchase much of America. I can only hope and pray that we turn it around. Come on, somebody say amen. Witchcraft. Look at this. Verse 12 of Deuteronomy 18. For all who do these things are an abomination of the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord will drive them out before you. So you understand what's happening in America. It's judgment beginning to set in. Now, I believe that we can turn that around through a great revival, and that's why I'm here. I live and breathe and I'm right stationed at, my, at, the, at the place of the wall here in Alaska to declare the glory of God, the power of God, the peace of God, the healing of God, the deliverance delivering awesome, mighty Savior to a lost and a dying and a perverted world that has been defiled by witchcraft and pornography and on and on and on. We must speak the truth in love. We got to declare it. We got to proclaim it. But, but I mean, come on, you got magic eight balls and Ouija boards and all kinds of stuff sold everywhere. And honestly, uh, many times kids going over someone's house end up playing these games. I mean, you'd be surprised how many seances there are. 
And I'm not going to define that. I'll leave that between you and your kids. But it's, it's crazy. God's answer to witchcraft is the Levites and the prophets. And this text here, Deuteronomy 18, is it's sandwiched right between the Levites and the prophets, this thing on witchcraft, because that, that's, that's God's answer. Levites minister to the Lord on behalf of the people, and you'll see that verses 1 through 8. See, all sin is is a wrong attempt to get a real need met. You want to know what's going to happen. You want comfort that everything's going to be okay in the future. And you can know that by the word of the Lord. And you can know that by a confidence and an assurance in God's word and the fact that he's on the throne, that the devil's been defeated, and that God is working everything after the counsel of his will. But when you try to build a ziggurat to have engagement with demonic realms, you're going to end up, I mean, that's, that's, that's some depth what I just said there because I'm referring to the Tower of Babel. I'm referring to some of those things that happened where mankind tried to get power without God. If you try to get power without God, you're going to be in trouble. Well, what about the, what about the power of the mind? Yeah, I know. Our brains are large. We only use the size of a pea, and some of us less than that. And he said, well, if you could just tap into the power of your mind. It's called the human potential movement. This is all over the web. It's all over TV. It's all over the school system. And the human potential movement is basically what Pastor Karen just said. You know, you're really God, but you forgot. And if you could realize you're God, then you can do anything and you can create and you can build. Listen, you're made in God's image, but you're not him. And so the human potential movement endeavors or hopes to tap into power that releases power in the earth through a human being. And they teach people how to do it. The problem with the human potential movement is that every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And if you begin to have supernatural power apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, then you are cursing yourself and you're participating in a demonic activity. I don't care if you can walk on coals with your nylons on and they don't burn off. It could very well be a demon protecting you. So you go a little bit deeper into deception and don't live for the Lord and aren't saved and don't follow him and, and end up detestable before the Lord. Prophets spoke God's word, verse 15. Moses, Moses is writing this. And, uh, and that occurred at Mount Horeb, it talks about. And that, that passage of Scripture is uh, rather amazing. If you look at Exodus 32, and I'll just, I'll just touch it for a second. Exodus 32, there were priests. There were the tribe, and they stood on the side of Moses during the judgment of the golden calf. The golden calf, see, they're all invited to go up to talk to God. And, and, and it was quoted here in Deuteronomy 18. They said, no, 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 no. We don't want to go. Because we don't want to die, and, and you go for us, and whatever he tells you, Moses, come and tell us, and we'll obey. And the Lord says to him, says, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. And the reason the people didn't want to go, I think, is because of their own sin, and because of the terror. And they didn't go up the mountain, but Moses went up, and he, and he gets the Ten Commandments, but he's delayed. And while he's up there, they, they have a, a time of worship unto the Lord and it's Lord Y-H-W-H, if you go and study it. It's a tetragrammatron. I've preached it and taught you before. 
They bring a golden calf, but their intention was to really worship God Almighty. Yet they, they, they worshiped a calf thinking they were worshiping God Almighty. And if you, if you go to Romans, oh, we should do it. Let's do it. Dare we take the step of faith. Romans chapter 1. And in Romans chapter 1, what happens is the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Rome. Go to verse... Grace and peace, Paul's longing to visit, verse 8, keep going. Verse 18, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the ungodliness and the wickedness of the people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities... His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. Stop, stop, put your finger on verse 21. This text basically says that the person who never receives the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is able to be saved by simply believing that there's a God who exists, exists and living according to their conscience, not being alienated from God. In other words, not trying to be wicked, but trying to be good, knowing that God is good. So the person who's, who's out in some far-flung tribe that hasn't gotten the good news of Jesus, that tells you basically that everyone is without excuse. Look at a flower. Look, look, look at your fingerprints. Look at the ocean. Look at a sunrise. Look, 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 at, look at sand. Look at anything around it. It's got the fingerprint of God all over it. So you're without excuse. If you don't believe there's God, it's only because you've shut your own eyes to his invisible qualities that are all over creation. Verse 21, for although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made like mortal man, golden calves, birds, animals, reptiles. I slipped in golden calves. You see, if you don't go all the way with God, go up the mountain with God, learn the word. You don't worship God according to what you think is true. You worship God according to the word of God. And if you don't worship God according to the word of God, you're going to end up becoming an idolater. And you're going to end up becoming a soothsayer. You're going to end up leaning on things that are not true. The only way you know what truth is is by knowing the truth. Therefore, God gave them over to their sinful desires their hearts and sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies, one with another, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. God gave prophets to his people and he still does the same today. And he gave the ultimate prophet, of course, Jesus Christ. And gave us his word so that you don't have to lean on and trust in divination, soothsayers, mediums, talk to the dead. You can know the truth and the truth will set you free. Overcoming the spirit of witchcraft. Understand why witchcraft is so evil. It demeans the nature of God. It demeans the very nature of God. There's a, there's a great difference between 
Christianity and Judaism and paganism. Very, very different. Pagans, you know, they believe that things rose out of the primordial slime. And there's all this hodgepodge of, of, of beliefs from Eastern mysticism and the New Age. And I, I mean, I was talking to somebody uh, recently, witnessing to them. They used to come to church that years ago. I mean, like years ago, eight years ago, they came to church, loved God, served the Lord, was memorizing scripture, part of our children's ministry years ago. So now they're, now they're 20 something years old. So it's probably 10 years ago. Now they're 20 something years old. And they begin to debate with me about how the, their boyfriend who's in a cult, it's a Christian cult. How many of you do a Christian cult is? He's in a Christian cult to begin to tell me how they're serving and worshiping the same God that we are. And there's just no way. Allah is not who you worship. We don't worship Allah. Allah is not God. All right, so let me just take a pot shot. Mormonism is the same thing. It's that their, their understanding of who Jesus is is not the Jesus that we worship and serve. And listen, we love people, but you've got to say what truth is and, and the Jehovah's Witnesses. It's, it's a cult, and you, you can't not look at it and take apart their history, look at all of their, their own prophets that have declared the coming of the Lord Jesus over and over and over and over and over and over. They've been wrong. Anybody comes to tell you they know when Jesus is coming, run! Run away! Why? Because no man knows. Now we see the signs for sure, but we don't know the exact hour of his coming. He'll come like a thief in the night. Oh, witchcraft demeans the nature of God and, and we need to be clear on what's true and what isn't and we don't want to be like pagans. God is a personal, infinite, yet he's present. And every time you get involved in witchcraft or the shaking of a stupid little eight ball or play some game to try to get an answer to whatever your concern is, you're demeaning him. You're not trusting in him. You, you understand? If I really want to know what's going to happen, what's going to happen? and you try to get an answer by some other means than God, you're cursing yourself. What if I've done it innocently? You're still cursing yourself, but we're gonna give you an opportunity to repent and it'll be okay. Amen? It brings people into bondage. Oh, oh, I, oh sorry, I have a little, little note here. Um, there, there are people, even, uh, even Christians that wear amulets. What, what are you talking about? What's an amulet? They, they wear some sort of charm or they wear some thing that they got to bring them luck or to bring them power. Listen, I, this might bother you. You just know, you know what you believe and you'd be sure that the Lord would have you do it. I don't know if you've ever worn those, you know, put those things on your wrists, the little copper deals and the little magnet things. I don't do them. I don't like them. I don't know why I don't like it other than it's just too familiar to being sort of like an amulet or something like that. Some secret copper source that caused, I know you might be getting mad at me, but you, I'm just telling you what I believe. I'm not putting one of those things around my neck. I'm putting no magnets around my neck to give me some greater power and balance me. Did I step on some toes? Let me go a little further. You say, well, I wear one. Good. Praise the Lord. Just make sure that's okay with the Lord. For me, it's not okay. Very good. The trash can is on the way out the door if you want to throw them out. Okay. Actually, you should put maybe, yeah, just put them in the trash. You wouldn't want to sell them and bring anybody else into bondage. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm not certain 
that, that, that brings you into bondage. But I just don't like it. I don't want to put something around my neck that tries to get something that God wants to give me. You know, I'm not going to smoke pot to get peace. I'm going to get Jesus to have peace. I'm not going to put something around my neck or put around my wrist or, or wear some special, you know, underwear ether. Yeah! Somebody say, don't wear special underwear. All right. Very good old Prender Tender in junior high. It brings you into bondage. Special underwear brings you into body. Let's go on to the next point. Desire to be perfect. Desire to be perfect, verse 13. There's got to be a desire to obey and live for God. You've got to remove yourself from the throne. You're trying to control everything all the time, ma'am. That's a bondage. You need to be set free, sir. That's ma'am and sir on both sides. A spirit of control. If you have a spirit of control, you will never have revival. You trying to control stuff in church, trying to control people, trying to manipulate people. Some of you are like, see, you're listening to this message, and you're like, I don't have any amulets, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not shaking some crazy little magic eight ball, and I certainly didn't touch a Ouija board. I didn't do any of that stuff. No, but you're an angry, mean, when you don't get your own way, and everybody walks on eggshells so that you just don't get upset, so that you can control the outcome of your family. Lift your hands and shout and clap to God with a voice of triumph. Hey, hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Get so, hey, better settle down over there, bro. Come on, you get so angry and so bitter and curl your lip and be like, are you talking to me? You know, and you get confronted over your attitude problem, then they just get so mean and just look like they're going to hit you. So you just back off. Well, you're a little witch or a warlock yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on to worship with me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of you aren't worshiping. Hallelujah. 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 Desire to be perfect. Dethrone self. Witchcraft is basically used to accommodate sin. God's intention, and we sang it in some of our songs, God's intention is to make you more like him to make you into his image. Ephesians 2.10 says, we are we his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The third way on how to, how to basically get rid or tear down or deal with witchcraft is be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I heard recently of, Spirit-filled denomination said that you shouldn't lose Holy Ghost, so I've been using that more and more. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. Oh, there's so many scriptures here. Let me read this to you. Ephesians 2.22. Uh, no. Well, yeah, we'll probably get there, but Ephesians... Ephesians 2.11, therefore remember that you, once Gentiles of the flesh, who were called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, 
that at times you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenant of the promise, having no hope and without God in the world. How many of you remember that? But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace who made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is the law and the commandments contained in ordinances so that to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off and to those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens and saints and members of God's household, being built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself, being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building is being fitted together, grows into a holy temple of the Lord, in whom you are also being built together for a dwelling place of God. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And when we gather together with a nios, a dwelling place of God, why would you need witchcraft? You just need a word from the Lord. You just need God to speak to you, give you peace, carry you through the storm. It doesn't matter the wind and the waves you face. Don't call 1-800-IDIOT. Call on the name of the Lord. Come on, call on Him. And I will show you Jeremiah 33.3. Call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. You want to know what God's going to do in your family? Start proclaiming it. My kids are going to serve God. Follow the Lord. My marriage is blessed. My money is blessed. Everything I do, God blesses. Every place my feet go, I own the land. Oh, I've got a cattle on a thousand hills. I'm the head and not the tail. The lender, not the borrower. There's no curse that can come upon me. There's no divination in Israel, I'll rise like a lioness and drink the blood of its back. Hey! Come on, stand on your feet and give a mighty clap unto God. Come on, you're blessed. I'm blessed. Okay, sit down. Commune with God and trust Him. Write in the notes. Spend time with Him. Spend time with God. Trust Him. That's why one of the reasons early morning prayer is so powerful. We're coming, we're declaring God's will, God's plan for our life. You get up early and declare the word of the Lord over your life. You're going to make it. God's going to bring you through even when the chips are down and you don't know what to do. Just call on His name. Lift your voice and lift your hands. Turn the blasted TV off and put your phone up and begin to call on the name that's above every other name. Take authority over darkness. You start feeling depressed, punch that thing in the face in the name of Jesus. You start feeling like it's hopeless, it's a lie. There's no hopeless situations, only people that have grown hopeless. 
Rise up in your God-given blood bought right and begin to decree, proclaim. Don't go to witchcraft. Don't go to divination. Quit getting on Facebook to try to get the answer of some special way. Listen, serve God in holiness, in fear. Trust Him. Lean on, rely on. Trust in Him. Commune with Him. Spend time with Him. Be open to the gifts of the Holy Spirit through the prophet. The whole bunch of them coming. Register for the prophetic conference. Be discerning, but, but be sensitive to the fact that you're not God. You know, you, but you need to be careful. I'm discerning. Uh, we endeavor and hope, try, pray to be discerning. But I'll tell you what I never cave to. In fact, I'm allergic to it. Fear? I don't do fear. I don't mean the fear of the Lord. I do that. If I start feeling afraid of something, I'm going to punch its teeth in. If I start feeling, oh, no, no. what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm going to run in that thing. I'm going to run at that thing with the blood and the power. Jesus' name. Hey, he's not giving me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. I'm not going to yield to that. I'm not going to cave into my emotions. They want to just fold up like a house of cards at times. They're going to rise up. God wants to rise up big on the inside of you. God wants to rise up big on the inside of you. Stop listening to every voice. Stop listening to the nonsense that can go on in your mind to talk to you about how people don't like you. And there's only two or three that like you anyway, statistically. I like you, most of you. Oh, come on, bump your neighbor and say, oh, I think he might be talking to you. No, don't do it, don't do it. The gifts of the Holy Spirit combat all of that. Look at your notes with me. Be discerning about prophetic words. That just because somebody says it's a word from the Lord, you've got to ask, is the person a committed Christian or living a Christian life? I've been seeing so many people that just like, well, I got a word and then I just quit. What? Stop it. Stop. Come on. Is a person living a Christian lifestyle? Verse, verse 20. What has God spoken to you? Come on, someone say Hallelujah. Lift your hands to Jesus all across this place. Lord, we love you. Lord, we bless you. We praise you. Does the word align itself with Scripture? Verse 22. Oh, God. Come on, just talk to him right now. You know, we have uh, at our men's encounter, women's encounter, we have like this little checklist, a spiritual checklist of things you might have done that, that could cause you to be cursed. I mean, it's extensive. It just goes one down, down one side and down the other. Here's what I learned from Chuck Pierce. Chuck Pierce said this many, many years ago. And I thought, well, I'm going to take that. How many of you know who Chuck Pierce is? Great man of God. And Chuck Pierce said every time he read something in Scripture where he saw a curse or he saw, some, saw, caused, saw something come down, he figured someone in his family probably did that. So he just repented and plead the blood. I look at, the, I look at the, the, the spiritual worksheet that we have, and it lists all these things that you might have done to open yourself to the demonic or 
And I like did all of them. I mean, like my checklist, I remember first looking at it, did that, did that, did that. And then I got to one that was like, I thought about doing that, good enough, did it. Just went all the way down and realized, my gosh, this thing has invaded our nation. Oh, it's called fake news, but it's just trying to control you. You, you don't become a hermit and shut yourself off. You, you get filled with the Holy Spirit and you know God's word and you lean on, trust in, rely on him. And God will bring you seasoned people to bring you the word of the Lord. And we have that coming up this weekend. Don't, don't, don't use your anger to control people. Don't be a little witch or a little warlock. Temper tantrums. Kids do it. They throw themselves on the floor at the, you know, on the, at the supermarket. And there they are flailing around. You know, it would be a great idea. Maybe. Is if your kid ever does that, you can, you can just stand there and watch, take pictures. So that you say, oh, I just want to take a picture of you so I can show this when you're, you know, you're older. And just take a picture of them, just watch some flail. It's funny, if you don't cave into the manipulation, it stops. You know, babies that are continually coddled because they cry, they cry a lot more. Oh, you, we need to minister to babies when they have wet diapers and when they're hungry. And they're, but there's times that there's lung development. Amen. I, I think I might have stepped on a nerve or two. Let's, let's just repent if we've done anything that's tried to be controlling. If we've, and there's controlling religious spirits to try to get people to, to do, get, get people to obey God. Try to cause people to be in fear because of authority and stuff like that. It's nonsense. You know, Jesus never did that. Let, let, me, let me just, just say that Jesus never did that. He never used fear and control to get somebody to do something. And so I'll say this, which really is going to hurt. Anytime you use fear and control to get somebody to do something, you're introducing a demonic, the demonic into it. Potentially. Potentially. So when you tower over your kid and you scream at him, it's, God gives consequences. <laughs> I've not mastered this yet, but I hope to when I grow up. God gives consequences. So he says, you know, do this. And then when you don't do it, then you get the consequence. That's how we should raise our children. You know, we have, a, we have a, a, a child raising class. It's tremendous. You know what amazes me, though? Since I've offended a lot of people today, I'm just going to go one step further, Pastor Kirsten. You know what amazes me is that even though we have child raising classes, the people that actually need to be in it never come. Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? It is true. It's the people that are endeavoring to do a good job to get some more, get some more tools. But the, the ones that have, have, have kids that are just gone rampant, clearing off coffee tables at every place they visit, they're, they're, they're mean, they destroy furniture, they cut stuff, they, they, they're constantly doing things that are wrong. Like foolishness is bound up in the heart of the child, but you need to learn to train them, right? And we have a whole generation that's not trained. We have a whole generation that doesn't even have any clue about what I'm talking about. And they need to be trained. Where should they be trained? They should be trained in the church. I don't know how we got on that, but you need to, if you don't train your kids properly, then why, how could they possibly serve the Lord? 
Just smile, please. Or I'm going to have a, my own prayer meeting. Come on. I hope you got something. Witchcraft, destroy it. And make sure you don't do it in your marriage. Make sure you don't do it to your kids. Love the Lord. Obey Him. Get the word of the Lord. Don't trust in 1-800-PSYCHIC-HOTLINES. Okay. They're liars. Demons lie. So I don't know if you talk to demons, they'll lie to you. So don't miss the conference. Lift your hands all across this place. Hey, mon, oh. I'm not gonna be a witch or a warlock. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Gonna serve the Lord. Gonna lean on, gonna trust in, gonna rely on Him. I'm not gonna use my anger, withholding money, control, to try to get my way. No, 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 no. Gonna lean on, gonna rely on, gonna trust in Him, gonna trust in Him, gonna trust in Him, gonna trust in Him. I'm not gonna look to a voice of another. I'm gonna look to you. Gonna look to your voice. Gonna look to your word. Gonna seek you while you may be found. Gonna call upon the name of the Lord. Gonna rely on the trust that comes from you. I'm gonna be anxious for nothing but by prayer and petition. Gonna make my request known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding. It's gonna guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Lord, I thank you that you are performing and perfecting everything concerning me. You're causing everything to work together for good. You're causing it all to work together for good. Lord, thank you. Thank you that you're on the throne, that the devil's been defeated, and I am your, your son. I thank you, Lord, that we are your, your children. We've been adopted. We've been grafted in. We're no longer aliens. Lord, we're made. We're made righteous by your blood. Lord, and we come before you tonight, and we have so long to hear the word of encouragement about what's going to take place. And Lord, we need comfort. We need help. We need your intervention. Oh, Holy Spirit, come by your power. Come by your might tonight. We need you. We need you. I pray for the gift of discernment. I pray for the gift of discernment to be released, Lord, in our lives, in this house tonight, in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, release the gifts of the Spirit even now. Even now. Oh, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, forgive us for where we've leaned on our own flesh. Forgive us for where we've trusted in the world, Lord, or, or even demonic sources. I pray a cleansing now over every single family. I pray a cleansing and a breaking off of every curse. I pray a cleansing and a breaking off of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. I command you to lose your hold from God's people. In the name that's above every other name, I cut your down. I cut your ties now. I lay the axe to the very root. Pull it out of whole families. Pull it out of our, pull it out, God, if, it, if it's here in the church at all. Spiritual witchcraft. Spirit of control in religion. Be loosed. Be free. Tonight in Jesus' name. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. pray in the spirit come on stir yourself up pray build up yourself in your most holy faith Jude
In Jesus' name, I pray a breaking of defilement off of families tonight. I pray a breaking off of defilement that's come through phones, through television, through the internet, through social media. I pray a breaking and a cleansing off of defilement off of every child, off of every husband, every wife, in Jesus' name, off of every marriage. I break defilement off of your people today, in Jesus' name, bring the cleansing, washing, powerful blood of the Lamb, in the name of Jesus, defilement go. I command the torment of that to loose its hold now. Take your talons out of the, the minds of people, out of the, the hearts of your people in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free. Be free tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, yes. Be free. Be free, yes. be free tonight in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, yeah. Be free, be free, yeah. be free, be free, be free, yeah. oh, be free, be free. Sing it over your family. Be free. Be free tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be free. Be free. Be free. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Be free. Be free. Say, I am free because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Let me put a little footnote. I got to preaching in here somewhere, wound up around here. I was quoting the book of Numbers. There's no divination against Israel. She's like a lioness and will rise and drink the blood of its victims. That's a pretty violent text, but it was scripture. Talks about the authority and the power you have. You don't need to hide under your bed and hope that it's going to be okay. Stand up in your God-given authority and identity and command darkness to go and, and believe God's word for you. Believe the prophets and prosper. moment longer lift your hands
give you praise, Lord. quickly come to the front quickly come quick come quickly I don't care if it's one person you want to be free of that thing come right now come right now come right now come right now come lift your hands son lift your hands it's over it's over in the name of Jesus
name of Jesus. Come on, sing with us. There's freedom. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Sing with us. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Be free. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice, proclaim, declare it. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. There's freedom in the name over my marriage, over my kids, over my community, my church. Yes, freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Over this generation, we declare it, we proclaim it. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Witchcraft, go. We break the power of witchcraft in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, yes. Jesus, freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom. Put your hands together for God. With every head bowed, every eye closed. You don't know Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Do not leave this place in that condition. There really is a place called hell. It's to be shunned. There's a place called heaven that you get to go to when you die. If there's a condition, if, if you've repented of your sin and believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and he was crucified and resurrected for you and for me. The kingdom of heaven, you enter into it by repentance. And if you've never repented or you have, but you drifted back into your old lifestyle, drifted back into an old mindset, drifted back into the world, drifted back into some of the things that once bound you, and you're finding yourself far from God, then repent again and give your life back to Christ. If you're here and you want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time or make a recommitment because you drifted, every head bowed, every eye closed, those online, those listening at a later date by podcast and YouTube, if that's you, slip your hand up right now. That's me. Say, that's me, Pastor. God bless you. God bless you. Raise your hand high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. My goodness. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Over on this side. God bless you. Praise God. God bless you. Wonderful. All right. Men, women, children, if you raised your hand, meet me here. Meet me right here. Come on, meet me right here. Right here. Right here, as close to my hand as you can. Praise God. We're going to pray this very simple prayer. If you need to be up here, come. Come please all the way up so people can, can make it up front here. We're going to pray this very simple prayer if you're, you're at home. Take a knee, maybe, if that, that helps you. If you're driving your car, pull over. Pray this right out loud. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place and to rise again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin and come into my life. Come into my heart. 
Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me and cleanse me. Make me new. Free me from every chain, from every bondage, from every curse. Fill me full of your spirit. Give me a hunger for the word. A hunger for fellowship with other believers. Help me to break every tie that's not of God. And use me to fulfill the purpose for which I was created. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Reach your hands towards these. Lift your hands high if you've come up front. Holy Spirit. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. He wants to fill you right now. I'm going to give you a prayer language. I'm going to fill you full of the Holy Ghost. Pastors, ministers, go ahead and lay hands on these. Just right where they're at. Come on, let the Holy Spirit fill you. Oh, be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. I have a prophetic word for you, sweetheart. In fact, I want you just to come here. Come with me over here. Because I see the same thing on both of you. Here, just turn and face me. Forget ever about everybody else. You're a part of a generation that's going to live uncompromised for God. You love the Lord. You love Him. You love them because your parents love them, but you, you love them aside from your parents. The power of God is resting on you. I want you both to lift your hands. There is a unique thing that's taking place. Tell me, you guys are pretty much the same age. Am I right? Close? How old, how old is your, your daughter? Nine? How old are you, sweetheart? Nine and ten is pretty much the same age. Amen. All right. Just saying. My power. Josh, stand right here. Right here. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. My power is going to be poured out. I want all children's workers to come line up right off of Josh's shoulder all across this side right here. Quickly, quickly, quick, quick, quick. Children's workers. You work with children in our children's ministry. Not the children, just the workers in a line. The Lord says that I'm going to do a marked thing in the children of this house. And I'm going to pour out my spirit. For I've raised them up to be intercessors. And I've raised them up to, to shine and to burn even for me. And the, my word is in their mouths. And there's a release of the spirit's activity upon their hearts in their beds at night. There's a release of my power upon them even in the arts. even in the arts and they're going to write and there's a creative swirl of my power like a cloud that's coming down upon this house do not be double stacked here at least all children workers everybody children workers okay well I love you guys praise the Lord children's workers go all the way across the front I'm, I'm still prophesying you're okay alright and there's a release of poetry 
And there's a release of the arts and music and sound. Sweetheart, you have long been a worshiper. As long as I've known you, you've been a worshiper. You've always been sensitive to the Spirit of God. And even as your fathers used mightily to bring in the presence of the Lord, so you will be used mightily in worship. You will be used mightily as a worship leader. But the same anointing that's even upon your mom to preach is upon you too. For I am equipping you and I am preparing you for a very good work. I'm going to make you not only a worship leader, but I'm going to make you an intercessor par excellence. You will know the word of the Lord and you will know the prophetic word and you will preach and pray even at a young age. There's going to come soon upon you like messages that you feel like you just want to share. You just bring that to your dad. Bring it to your mom. You get it to Pastor Kirsten, the authorities there, and, 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 and we're going to give you a shot. You share some of these things that God has given you because it's going to turn the hearts of kids. I'm going to put my word in your mouth out of a saturation. I've been visiting you in your, in your bed. I've been visiting you at night. My hand is upon you for the, for the good to even turn the hearts of a generation of children to their fathers fathers to the children. Holy Spirit, let your fire come. Whoa. Same word. Call to ministry. Call to ministry. Call to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the fathers. My hands upon you. Tremendous intercessory gift I've given you. You pray, God answers. He shows you things and then it shows up. It's begun to happen. You know it. You see it. Your parents know it. They see it. I'm going to begin to show you some things, the way that you need to pray, and I'm going to release my power and my authority through you. I don't give junior Holy Spirits the same spirit that, that, that your parents have, the same spirit that's flowing in me. is flowing in you, sweetheart. You can do it. You can do it. Don't be ashamed. Be careful. Be careful of the friends of which you spend time with. Be very careful of who you connect with even at your young age for there are those that will come to try to make fun those that try to to undermine and try to say it's not true just step away step away for I'm doing a unique thing in you and it's for the glory of God Holy Spirit let your fire come Jesus name Amen that's the Holy Ghost children's workers where are you starting? where am I? Wow. I gotta take a minute. So, children's workers start from where? So you're all children's workers from that end all the way down, is that right? If you're not a children's worker, step out. I will pray for you after. Are you ready? Starting with you, dude, right here. Because I've new power and a new anointing's coming upon your life in the name of Jesus. Lord, right now, come on, reach your hands towards our brother, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you're molding him, you're making him, you're helping him, you're shaping him, Lord, to be a mighty, mighty man of God. And thank you that he is that already, but there's more to come. Holy Spirit, put your hand upon him. Put a fresh fire. Put a fresh anointing upon him. Jesus name come on Holy Spirit touch fire 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 double cross fire 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 fire
David, can you not see it? The Lord says this. My grandfather spoke to my mother when I was far off. My mother has three sons. I'm one of them. And my grandfather said, well, at least two or three. Praise God, he got two out of three. My mother said, no. In the same way that you see your daughter bringing God's power and kingdom. Every single one of your kids have been called to do that. Every one of them will walk in destiny and purpose. I prophesy to you. It's going to turn. It's going to turn. And furthermore, there has been like a, where's, where's a sister? There has been like a witchcraft, there has been like a witchcraft thing. I see it. I'm going to tell you, I see it. There's been like a witchcraft thing operating. I break its hold tonight in the name of Jesus. And I decree that every chain is broken in Jesus' name. I call forth destiny. I call forth purpose. Oh, in Jesus' name over this whole family. Fire. Fire. The right music. Lead worship. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. Right now in Jesus' name. Fresh anointing. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Fresh anointing. Fire. Lift your hands all across this place. Service is almost over. Come on, just worship Him. Fire! Fire! Music! Worship! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! The Lord says, I called you. I set you apart. I spoke to you. I protected you. And I brought you here for my purposes. Enjoy growing up. Enjoy maturing. Enjoy becoming a man. And know certainly my hand's upon you. And I'm leading you. I'm guiding you. I'm directing you. You don't really know how to make it all work. When I got good news for you, neither do I. All we do is just seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And He adds all things. Take the pressure off yourself, son. Take the pressure off yourself. 
in sports, take the pressure off. Take the pressure off spiritually. Take the pressure off yourself and just trust in your mom and dad. Trust in the Lord and watch and see what I'll do. You look back from this time in your life, 10 years from now, you'll be walking in such a devil-breaking power of God anointing. My hands are upon you. There's nothing you can't do. I brought you out to bring you into great favor and unction and authority, even to be the voice of one crying in the wilderness, even to be one who, who declares the glory of God in the land of the living, even to be one who goes into far-flung places of the corners of the earth to see miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to release money to you. I see money being released. I don't understand that, but I see like gold, like rivers of gold being poured into you. I'm setting you apart, and I'm giving you opportunity. I've got my favor upon you. Trust in, rely on, lean on me, and rest and know that I am doing it. In the name of Jesus, release your fire. The enemy's tried to discourage you. He's tried to bring assignments to undermine and try to bring a weariness. I'm going to tell you, there's a great refreshing coming to the youth. There's a great refreshing coming to you. Great refreshing coming discouragement I command your whole to be broken I even speak to that depression that tries to come in the name of Jesus I break your whole tonight being a leader sometimes is lonely oh but it's so beautiful and worth it and God's going to give you the right relationships he's going to build everything for you. he's going to do it all for you he's not going to leave one thing undone not one thing I know now that it's hard to be a preacher, a preacher's kid. But the Lord's going to help you. If anybody gives you a hard time for being a pastor's kid, let me know. I'll fix their wagon, okay? I'll help them. I'll, all right? We'll minister to them in a special way. Holy Spirit, lift your hands. the Lord just saying, saying this over you. I want you to sing Marita, that she's beautiful. Sing about what the Lord says over her. Because he said, listen, if you need to slip out, I love you. God bless you. You can go. I love you. It's alright. I understand. I'm going long. Sing it over her. Sing something about her being beautiful before him because that's what he's saying. You can come over here. Your mic works over here too. Register for the conference if you need to go. We love you. It's okay. We're going to linger here just a little bit. Lives are being changed.
beautiful that's what the Lord says over you receive the love of God in your life right now I break the power of darkness every lie every man ever told you every lie you ever said about yourself in the mirror I break its hold tonight beautiful you're free you're loose in Jesus name you are beautiful you are beautiful you're beautiful the Lord rejoices over you is singing he says you Beautiful, you are beautiful. I'm a God who sees you. Now make it an affirmation. I am beautiful, ladies. Sing it. I am beautiful, ladies. It'll help you. You need healing. You need to be healed. Many of you. I'm beautiful. You've agreed with the lies that you see in the mirror, portrayed by some fake news person that says this is what you should look like. It's a bunch of garbage. I'm breaking the hold of the enemy off of your mind tonight. There's been crafty ways that the enemy's tried to weasel his way in to put ties on your heart, to pull you to the right and pull the left. You've been concerned about many a thing. You've been concerned and it's weighed down on you. There's been almost like a robbing from the enemy of that simple childlike faith you knew just a few years ago. You're becoming a woman now, a woman of God. But the enemy's tried to lace things into your heart that's not of the Lord. You're sensing it now. There's been, there's been some lies you've believed. But even as you heard the word over your sister over there, you're realizing, you're, you're beginning to see things clearly. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. I formed you while you were yet in your mother's womb. I formed you in your mother's womb. Woo. I formed you in your mother's Beautifully created. I knit you together with my care. I knit you together. And I know each stitch. Oh, and I know each need. He knows you. You're rising up, you're setting down, he knows you. I break the hold of every assignment of the enemy off of you. In the name of Jesus, I command you, loose your hold right Go! Go! You must leave her now. Tormented no more. Tormented no more. Tormented no more. Lose your hold. Lose your hold. Lose your hold. Lose. Jan Haggerty. I'm going to put you to work. Come and pray and lay hands on all these girls right over here and that young man on the end too. This whole, whole, whole lot of them right over there. 
You're beautiful, you're beautiful, says the Lord. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, says the Lord. You're beautiful. Yes, you're beautiful. Hallelujah. I think we've gone over a little bit, but I want to keep this environment. And I want all these guys to be ministered to. If you're up front, right up here, just stay there. We're going to get to you. Woo! Come on, lift your hands and just thank Him, worship Him. Come on, just crown this time with blessing. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. some of you, this young man has got filled with the Holy Ghost. He's praying in tongues right now. God wants to fill you. Come on, a little bit louder. I can't hear you all. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, pray. Nice and loud. Come on, 
That's the Holy Ghost. He's filling you. Just let that out right there. You want that too? Come on over here, sweetheart. Come on, praise the Lord. Little louder. My goodness, God's pouring out His Spirit. Come on. Yes. Watch your back. Go ahead. Holy Spirit, fill. Three, two, fire. Jesus' name. That's the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. It's three, two, fire right now. Jesus' name. Called to serve Him all your life. Never turn away. Don't go anywhere. Keep going after him. Lord, fill. Touch. Power. Holy Spirit, do it. Holy Spirit, fill these. Listen, I'm telling you, I've gotten some of the greatest breakthroughs of my life at the end of the service when the service is over. In these times, I know if you got to go, I understand if you have work, I get it. But there's times of our refreshing and outpouring that come from the presence of the Lord that you can get at no other time. He gives it to the hungry. He gives it to the thirsty. He gives it to the desperate. Come on, cry out to Him. Cry out. Right now. Right now. Oh. Right now. You're beautiful. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You're beautiful, Lord. You are beautiful. For me, right there. Who is this? Come here. Lift your hands. I looked over and I saw just like, just glory being poured over you. Glory being poured over you, just like, like, like honey being poured, just over your head and down your shoulders being poured over you the power of God the glory of God you're made of different stuff you're different you're different oh there's times that you tried to fit in painfully you know full well that you don't fit in because you're peculiar child of God like we all are I've called you to greatness, says the Lord, and I've put your feet upon the path, and I brought you to the great Northland to speak to you, not only through creation, not only through your education, but through your own intimate times with me. 
and there is now an increase of anointing and power and grace to seek me. And I'm going to intervene on behalf of your family. And I see God coming and touching that one that you're so concerned about. I see God coming down like power, like fire, like, like a pillar of cloud to bring refreshing over that one that's weary. There's situations that you are averting and that you are actually causing to change out of your time with me. And I've got you, says the Lord. I'm leading you. I'm guiding you. Don't get ahead of me. Take your time, step by step, methodically. Let me lead you. I'll lead you into all the dreams that you have, the husband, the children, the, the everything, that the, the, all the dreams that are in your heart. I'm the one that's placed them there. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you, says the Lord. So this grace comes upon you, a fresh mantle even to seek him. And out of that time, I'm releasing protection and blessing over your family and over your own life. Literally, what's taking place at this hour in your life, at this time in your life, what's taking place is you are setting up your entire life for the future that's just ahead. Don't weary in well-doing, for in due time you'll receive a harvest. I pray over you the blessing of God, the blessing of a father. I pray over you the acceptance of the Father. I declare over you the peace and the blessing of God. And we sing over you too that you are beautiful, wonderfully, and fearfully made. And you will fulfill everything God has called you to. Holy Spirit, fire. Do it. You are beautiful. Yeah. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Every voice sing. We're just going to linger as the Spirit moves. I'm not going to try to close the service because there's no way to do it. So feel free to pray and hang out and worship. We love you. Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our midst. Register for the conference. I'm just telling you, don't miss it. Cancel whatever event you've got if you can. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Majesty, dominion, power. Lord, we cry holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Bless your people. Bless us, O oh God. Lead us, guide us, direct us. Thank you for the effectual open door that you have given us. Privilege, you've given us access, you've given us freedom to boldly come. We long for you to know you, your ways, your word, your power, your presence. Not to get stuff. No, we just want to know you, Lord. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory in our homes, in our dreams. Show us your glory in visions. Show us your glory. 
that we might be carriers, carriers of the kingdom, carriers of the power of God, carriers of the beauty of God, carriers of the promise of the highways and the byways to compel a lost and a dying and a broken and a hurting world that looks to divination, soothsayers, idolatry and witchcraft. That which you've redeemed us from. Lord, may we go and make disciples of all nations. May we make disciples that reach the lost at any cost. May we be powerfully used by you. Lord, thank you for what you did this weekend. Thank you for what you're going to do tomorrow, Tuesday. Bring us back Wednesday night. Set this place on fire. Morning times of prayer on fire. And the prophetic conference, may it be history. May it change history. In Jesus' name, bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon us. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to us. Keep us. Give us peace. In Jesus' name.